This episode of the Moments of Joy podcast has been brought to you by The Support Circle. I am so excited to share with you that I've opened the doors to our 24-7 online support group for parents raising children with disabilities. Why should you join? We have monthly group sessions. We uncover resources together. We will have live in-person events, 24-7 group chats. You'll be able to connect with parents that are located near you. You'll be able to receive early release of episodes, live stream recordings of guests, and we will hear from professionals like teachers, parent experts, nurses, chefs, the list goes on. And most of all, you get to build authentic relationships with other parents from around the world that are like you. So if you're in need of support and a support circle of parents like you, come on and join the Support Circle by Moments of Joy podcast. Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. My name is Camille Joy and I'm the host of this show. This podcast is dedicated to a very special group of parents, parents raising children with disabilities. There are an estimated 240 million children across the globe living with disabilities. And here on this podcast, it is my goal to create community for the parents raising them. Community locking arms from all over the globe. I pray that as you listen to each episode that has been handcrafted for you, you leave encouraged, you leave strengthened, you leave educated, and you even leave with some resources. So come on into the room, take off your shoes, relax, come on and take a seat on the couch and let Let's experience moments of joy. Welcome to this week's episode of the Moments of Joy podcast. I have the pleasure, MVPs, of sitting down and talking to Sadie Ray's mom, Ashley Awood. <laughs> and Thank so, you so I will love. Yes, you're welcome. I want you really quick to introduce yourself to the listeners. Okay, so my name's Ashley, and I have a six-year-old daughter named Sadie. Um, she has a condition called San Filippo syndrome, and it, it's a difficult thing to to explain. So the easiest, honestly, the easiest way to explain it is um, it's like um, dementia in children. So they progress at a normal rate to, it's different for all kids. So they start regressing at different ages, but at some point they start losing skills, um, you know, losing their memory, ability to talk, walk, all of the things. Um, life expectancy is around 15. And so we have been on social media since she was diagnosed very young. So we've been on social wow. media since she was probably like six months old. Wow. Um, and social media has been a huge, huge blessing for us. We've reached so many people. Um, mm -hmm. We have so many people praying for us. Um, it's It's been a blessing. I know there's, there's lots of negativity around social media, but honestly, for right. us, it's been a huge, huge blessing. I'm so glad that it's been a blessing. It has also been a blessing for me myself and so um i have to say you know just putting yourself out there really it, it blessed me so let me tell everyone how i found out about sadie um okay. you shared a reel on tiktok and it was about 
special needs ministry and the need for it in church. And so I'm a church girl and I was like, yes, yes. And hearing the statistics, oh, my heart just broke because it's a struggle every week when I go with my little guy, but because I was, you know, this, this is important to me. I continue to go, but it, what if it, it wasn't that serious, you know, Mm -hmm. well, I'm not going to push my way. So it's, you spoke for so many parents. Um, and, and you brought awareness to something that really, if no one said anything about it, who would actually care? Mm-hmm. Right. But there's a reason right. why we look around. We don't see parents who are bringing children with disabilities because there's not space for them. Mm-hmm. And right. so I appreciate it. it. It went really, it got a lot of views on my page and everyone was commenting. So I said, I have to have her on so I can say, <laughs> Hey guys, you remember this TikTok? Yeah. I have Sadie's yeah. mom. So take us through um, the beginning. What, what types of signs did you begin to see to have you to speak to your doctor about anything that concerned you? Sure. So Sadie was term, um, no issues with pregnancy, no issues with delivery. And right after she was born, she was having a really hard time breathing. Mm. So she was airlifted to the local, like a bigger children's hospital. Um, we were in the NICU for 73 days. Um, wow. First time mom, that's, that's a lot. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we knew it was in my husband's family. He had a distant cousin that had San Filippo and she has since passed away, but we knew it was in his family. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, it was a God thing. It was a mama instinct, God mm-hmm. helping me. I just was like, I just want to have her tested. Just to see, because the doctors were like, no, we don't think it's this. And I was like, "Eh, do it anyway. (laughs) And so we got the diagnosis at three months old, which is really unheard of. Yeah, Yeah. unheard of in the San Filippo community. Um, Most kids aren't diagnosed until five or six when they start Mm -hmm. start showing signs. Mm -hmm. But um, we had her tested just because I think I just knew there was something more it, it was a God thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And- I definitely have to say it is. I've since yeah. I've um, followed you, I started following more people on social media who have the diagnosis, and that's true. You know, yeah. they they some think it was autism, and then they find mm-hmm. out it, it's something more, and it really is four, five, and six years old. So yeah. for you to find out at three months mm-hmm. is definitely supernatural. And so there are some life. kids. There are some kids that get diagnosed that early, but that's only if they have like an older sibling. Right. Okay. So then they know to test for it. Um, so yeah, we got a super early diagnosis. So we, and that's another God thing. That's a, mm-hmm. you know, we were ahead of the game, ahead of the curve. We were able to, you know, just dive right in and start raising awareness, raising money, um, getting her all the services that she needed. We, she's had since literally she was in the NICU, she's had PT, OT and speech her entire life. Like we have made sure that she continues to get those. Even if she is kind of getting caught up, I'm like, no, don't dismiss it. Like I need her more than caught up. I need her ahead of the curve. I need her to not lose any of this stuff. Um, So we were in the NICU for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she also had a brain hemorrhage while we were in the NICU. So she has a shunt that helps mm-hmm. regulate all of that. And that has been one of the, in the clinical trial world, that's been one of the issues that we've had. Um, okay. A lot of the studies don't allow that. So um, that's been difficult. So you have like all these roller coasters, you know, you get the early diagnosis and you're like, yes, we got it early. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you get the shunt and it's like, that's going to be difficult. You get all of these we had all of these meetups with doctors, um, with different research people to just try to get her into a study. And right. it's like, you know, you go in there full of hope, full of, you, this is going to happen. You pray about it. And then they're like, no. Mm. So fast forward a couple of years when she was three years old, her, actually her geneticist, we go to UNC Chapel Hill and her geneticist was like, I have a study coming. And I was like, okay. So we're doing that one. And he was like, well, she has to qualify. And I was like, well, she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just put that out in the world. And I was like, <laughs> this is how it's going to go. She I'm qualifies. Sorry. We're going to do this study. And she got in. And it was, I'm not an emotional person, but I cried. The happiest tears I've ever cried in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And we got her into the study in, I think she started in April. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like July or August we got notification from the pharmaceutical company that they were going to stop the study. Mm. So here's the valley and the roller coaster. You're, you got the highs and the lows and uh-huh. they were like, you know, we don't see that we can move this forward. We're going to, we're going to stop the study. But another high that we had, they had said that we would get the drug for two years and she had only been on it for a couple months. So they, let her continue in the study for the full two years, which is kind of also unheard of in the clinical trial world. Usually if they stop a study, it's like, you're done, you're off the medicine. So we were blessed. We, she was on the medicine for two years and it, it really helped her. Um, I have a question. Um, sure. For those of us that have no idea, what is a study and what is the purpose of that? Okay, so San Filippo has no treatments, no cures. Mm. Really the only thing um, that any children, parents that have a kid with San Filippo, their only hope is a clinical trial. And the hope is that those clinical trials will be successful and the drug that they're using will help the children and it will be approved for all the children. So Um, you are in fact a part of a study Sort of like, you know, having the doctors to figure out the cure. Sure. Yeah. And it's a phase one study. So it was, Mm -hmm. it was scary because it had never been introduced to humans. She was Mm -hmm. one of the first. Yeah. There were only six kids total. It had never been in humans. So that's, that's scary too. Um, But that's really our only hope is just participating in these trials and trying to get the medicines approved, if not for, our kids for the kids later on. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is scary to do a study because you, you don't know, especially a phase one study Mm -hmm. because it's all experimental. um, Mm -hmm. But it's, it's really your only hope with a diagnosis like this. Um, And that's really scary. You you talked a little bit about um, NICU and I know the, the pain of the NICU, the scariness, the, 
exhaustion um, of the NICU. And so by the time she began the studies, how old was she from the NICU to then? Um, she had just turned three when she okay. was in the study. Mm-hmm. And what does life look like from newborn to three years old? Is it just like? That was a pretty normal, um, okay. lots of doctor's appointments, but honestly, she was progressing slower than all the other children, but it was a pretty normal, um, part of the life. We, we have since her diagnosis, I try to get in a, as many experiences as I can. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we've gone to Disney. We've done all different kinds of things. I at, During the summertime, I go part-time at work, and me and her go on mommy-daughter adventures throughout the week. And mm-hmm. we've done some – we took her skiing. We, had, we found an adaptive ski lesson to take her on. We found indoor skydive. Like, we try to do as much stuff with her and and just get as many experiences in with her while she's still good. Um, and that's really been another blessing. Like Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to think of that as a blessing because you're trying to get all this stuff in before your kid's not here anymore. But I've gotten so much like just quality time and we've experienced so much together. It's been, it's been amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely beautiful. That life before that was, it was pretty normal. Um, did she go to daycare? She did somewhat. Um, she started preschool at three. So right around the time she was in the clinical trial, she started going to preschool. Um, preschool was hard for the first little bit, but she's in first grade now. And on Saturdays and Sundays, she asked if we're going to school. So she loves it now. Um, but yeah, clinical trial life was a little different. Mm-hmm. The The study that she was in was a medication that had to be given weekly. And it was she had a port and so it had to be given in the port weekly. Um, so we had to drive, it was about two hours away, mm-hmm. um, get there really early in the morning, about seven 30 to get started. Um, a lot of times we didn't leave there until four five, six o'clock in the evening. So those were really, really long days, okay. mm-hmm. but she was great. It was like, that's all she yeah. really knew. So honestly, that was another God thing. She, she cooperated. She was easy. And I mean, sitting in a, I was probably more agitated than she was just having to right. sit there for so long. Yeah. Um, then when COVID happened, I wasn't able to, you know, take someone, a grandparent or her dad or somebody with me. So it was just me and her. So that was a little, a little harder um, yeah, to entertain both of us hard. all day. <laughs> Yeah, I, Mason has congenital heart disease and autism, so I did not like going to the doctors by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like this. I need, yeah, need it changed a, a lot. Yeah. yeah, and you need it for your emotional support, too. Yeah, just to get a break, a bathroom break, go get Absolutely. something to eat, or something to drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of emotional support, you look on this video very light. And what you are telling <laughs> us is very heavy. So I have to ask, how are you maintaining your mental health and how are you keeping such a beautiful spirit? It's not like that every day. <laughs> there, I, get, I have my days. But yeah. um, honestly, 
it's her personality. Like she really has this light. She is a light and it's, she makes everything fun and joyful and she's always happy. So it's kind of hard to, to not be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I really think that's what it is. Like I, I know what's coming. I don't really think about it much. I don't really dwell on it. Um, I try to live here and now and right now is good. Right now that's is happy. Good. That's good. That's a, that's a good takeaway for all of us parents who yeah. are raising children with different, you know, disabilities to just mm-hmm. to enjoy the right now. Yeah. You know, one moment at a time. You never know what tomorrow brings, mm-hmm. even with children that don't have special needs. Just right. live in the yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have more children or just No, Sadie? she is the only spoiled little girl that we have. <laughs> <laughs> Soaking up all the love. <laughs> yes. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. So let's, let's go to that reel, that, that TikTok that I saw um, about church. What? How long had you been going and what was your thought behind putting that together? Okay. So I have to give credit to my sister-in-law, Jessica. Okay. She does our Shout social out media. Jessica. Shout out to Jessica. She does our social media. She is yes. the guru, but I did. So we started going to church at this church about February of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually heard about it. One of Sadie's therapists is a helper in the special needs classroom. And she was like, Hey, it's just been on my heart. I want to let you know this. You know, I don't know what your beliefs are. I don't know where you are in life, you know, things, but we have this program love to have you, you know, and I teach it. So it made me very comfortable mainly that she was in there and she knows Sadie. Mm. She deals with Sadie every week. Um, so I felt really comfortable leaving Sadie with her just like I do for therapy. Mm -hmm. So, like, okay, we'll try it. It probably took us a month or two <laughs> to build up the courage. Um, just cause it's a whole new, she was really the only person we knew there. Right. Um, and so we go and it's just, everybody is so welcoming and it, it's just amazing. And the stuff that they do with Sadie and, you know, she came home after church that day and I was like, so what did you learn? And she was like, God loves me. And I was like, Oh Aww. God, yes. And like, she just kept saying it. Like we would say our Mm -hmm. prayers. God loves me. Yes, he does. And, and then like the next week, the lesson was God loves everybody. So it was God loves me. God loves everybody. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was, it was so great. And I felt so like we, we were new and I felt so welcome and at home already at that church. Mm -hmm. And we've done, they did Bible school for the special needs kiddos. Mm-hmm. You got to sing in front of the church, which is I something that, that I never, I never thought that would happen. She's going to be in the Christmas play this year. Like wow. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone on. So during the summer, our church has little adventures that they go on with the kiddos. Mm-hmm. And I always go just as eyes on Sadie. Right. Right. And it's so precious how the other children are like they know and they just do I don't know if you saw one of the videos, but we went bowling. I and, didn't see that one. Okay. I'll have to send it to you. So okay. we go bowling. <laughs> Sadie's never been bowling. It was, you know, we did whatever. Right. It was fine. Right. <laughs> um, 
So at the very end, the very last bowl that, and Sadie was the last one. So we go up there and we put it on the little stand and roll it. And then we're walking up and then all the kids start like chanting her name. And I was like, oh, this is the most precious thing. And it was Mm -hmm. just, it's been, it's been great. It's been so, the families that we've met, the children that, um, play with her outside of church or, you know, when we're walking to church, we're like, Hey Sadie. And it's just, it, it just means so much to me. And the helpers in there, they're, they have some teenagers that are helping in the classroom and Sadie is in love with one of them. And she just, it's so sweet. It's just been, it's been a a simple thing that matter. It's been a huge blessing. And I never really thought of it. My home church is just a really small church. Mm -hmm. They don't have, they barely have, you know, they have a couple kids in the nursery, not a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. mind taking Sadie there because right. I know the people there too. And they know to watch her. I'm not far away. But right. this, I can just leave and not really worry about it. She goes yeah. to Awana on Wednesday nights. They just have so many things and they include the special needs kids. And it's, right. it's, it's beautiful. Amazing. It really is. That was definitely a game changer. It was. It I'm was. sure for a lot of people, not just myself. And I had I, never really thought about that either, even being yeah. a special needs mom. Like, I had never mm-hmm. really, like, there's no special needs class at church. I had never right. really thought about it. Right. Absolutely not. Me either. Um, not until I saw that. But but you said so many things that just prove that it's the simple things. Just a yeah. simple message. You know, mm-hmm. a simple message. Yeah. And just making room for them. Because in that video when Sadie was singing with the rest of the children in the choir, she had assistance up there. Yeah. And it didn't matter, you know, which Mm-mm. way she was standing. Nope. She was participating and your heart was glad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she I mean, probably I was like, had a good time. <laughs> yes. And that's one of the things that as a mom of a special needs kids, I mean, all mm-hmm. special needs, there's different, there's different abilities. Right. That was one of the things I never thought my daughter would do. Mm-hmm. Being in the Christmas play, I never thought she would do. And there's so many things that have been open, so many doors that have been opened and it's been amazing. It really has. Um, That that shows the power of community. That's something I'm always talking about. You've built a community online and Mm -hmm. I've built the community online just by sharing. And um, when you don't, when you're not able to have a community in person, it's okay to just branch out and accept that community online. Yeah. Because then those very same people really become real friends and family in real life. It's like you've never met people, but we're best friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. How has your family and some of your extended family been in helping um, in supporting you and, and being kind? I know that Sometimes I don't always hear the nicest things, um, especially when it comes to autism. So I'm curious to hear how your your journey has I, been. With I that. really haven't had any issues. I haven't had any um, negativity. Our family is very, you know, we have a big present on social media, so I share a lot. So the family sees that, you know, even if they haven't seen her in a while, post videos that show she's more hyperactive. If you see us in a restaurant mm-hmm. and she's just running around, just ignore us. It's fine. I'll get her. She's not going <laughs> to escape or mm-hmm. anything. So I think, um, 
my family's been great and we have a huge support system just with family. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really been, it's been amazing. And I think to sharing that online helps. And, and one of the biggest things that personally I want to express online is to give grace and mm-hmm. you don't know what people are going through. You don't know if you saw Sadie right now, you wouldn't know that she was special needs. You, right. you never know. And even if she wasn't special needs, you don't know what kids don't know how to express things. If they're having a temper tantrum, it's just because they don't know how to express things. Yeah. Adults have temper tantrums, but they show it differently. Um, so give grace. You don't, you don't know what anyone's going through, what any family or child or just what li- their life is like. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I think that is the beauty of sharing online. Everyone can't do it. That's reality. Everyone's not going to be comfortable with sharing. But, um, you know, I'm grateful. Everybody doesn't have a Jessica like we have. Yeah, absolutely. Now, everyone doesn't have a Jessica. I need a Jessica. Get you a Jessica. (laughs) Um, So, you know, but it is hard when parents like us go to the mall or they go to church or they go out to eat and there's people who may look like if you don't get your child Mm -hmm. off the floor Mm -hmm. I think at this point for me I'm over any uh response that I would give to Mason because he's overwhelmed or you know oh come on and get up yeah, I remember recently our doctor's office, we, I went to get him his checkup and we waited. She, They had us waiting like a half an hour or more in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. Now, he doesn't sit. He's he's all over the place. So mm-hmm. my son, my older son was trying to help. And I was like, no, no, leave him alone. It's okay. Because if we're in this waiting room, he's got to run. He's got to jump. And other people yep. will just have to worry about their own child at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Because I, and I think it's good that you've that. gotten to that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. I mean, that's how I am with Sadie. If we're at a restaurant and she needs to run a circle around the table, fine. Like, yeah. I, I, if it's getting disruptive, I don't want to interrupt anyone else's dinner or right, anything. Right. So I will, like, take her outside. But if she's just running around the table, it, she's fine. She's not bothering anybody. And if I get looks, I've honestly, like, I feel like I've built blinders. Like, I don't care. Yeah, at this <laughs> like, point. I'm doing me, you do you, and I, I don't care. Yeah. Yep. That's a beautiful place to be in. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, it took me freedom. some time. It took some time. And I still sometimes feel like somebody's staring into my soul. Like, it's fine. I'm not a bad mom. <laughs> if you think so, that's fine. I, it doesn't bother me if you think I'm a bad mom. But. <laughs> so how old is Sadie right now? She's six. Okay. And you have um, a fund that you're raising money for. I would I yes. love for you to talk about that. Yes. So we partner with the Cure San Filippo Foundation. And it was actually started by a parents of a child with San Filippo. Um, they were trying to get their child into a clinical trial, like all of us. Um, and when they started there was a clinical trial that they were raising money specifically for, and they actually raised enough money, got that trial started and got their child into the, into the clinical trial. Um, So it's a group just of families. Um, That's what the foundation's made up of. And we just work to raise funds. We had a, 
we had a campaign going on TikTok in September, tiktokforacure.com. Um, we didn't quite get to the million dollars, but that was kind of a, it was a long shot and we knew it, but hey, go big or go home. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so that, um, that campaign is still open. Um, and we always, anytime we're doing any fundraisers or anything, we always send to the Cure San Filippo Foundation because they really do a lot of great work um, in getting clinical trials and getting new um, therapies and just helping families. You know, when we got the diagnosis, they were the first call that we made and just so helpful walking us through the life and what to expect. And they're always available, you know, if we have questions or if we need something. So it's really just an amazing organization, amazing families that have come together to support each other, a tight little knit community. And it's awesome. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. And um, I'm just so impressed by your, you know, ability to still encourage, to still have a positive outlook. Um, I found myself a lot saying to people, no, no, be positive, be positive. The reason is yeah. we're, the life alone is full of negativity. We'll turn mm -hmm. on the news at 7 a.m. to find out who was murdered, who was robbed, and, you know, yeah. filled with so much negativity. And so yeah. it's a fight, but we have to stay positive always, yes, right? always. Live um, life you taught to us fullest. today. Yeah, that's right. You taught us today to enjoy the little moments. Mm -hmm. You taught us today to have grace. Yes. Mm -hmm. You you educated us on what San Filippo disease is. And is there anything else that you would like um, to leave us with? Hmm, that's a tough one. <laughs> Just my biggest thing is give grace and love each other and include everyone. Um you never know what anybody's going through. Just inclusion means a lot, mm -hmm. not only to the kids, but, but to the parents, it really does. It means probably more to the parents than the kids, but include our kids yeah. and love our kids. Yeah, that's good. Now, one last nugget from Ashley to all the parents that are listening, raising children's children with special needs. What do you have? Life is hard, but you have that child and that child is amazing. And that child is a godsend and love that child. Love your life. You are strong. You are amazing. And you are the superhero yeah. and you are doing what's best for your kid. And only, you know, what's best for your kid. That part. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Thank you so much, Ashley. I'm just honored that you took time out of your busy day today to encourage the, mo the parents on the Moments of Joy podcast. And um, where can our listeners find you? We're all over social media. Look up Saving Sadie Ray. Um, we are on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. We have a website. It is savingsadieray.org. Um, and you can find out more information on us there, you know, send us an email, savingsadieray at gmail. 
Um, we love to hear from our followers and our friends on social media. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. And thank you. All right. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for having me. I will. I'm so glad that you saw I'll that um, real, and I, I really appreciate you having yeah. me on. Thank you so much. And I'll be sure to link uh, all of your social okay. media outlets in the description of the show. <laughs> all right. I lost yep. it. We hear you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and uh, we, I look forward to continuing to see you guys on social media, and you take care. All Thank right. Thank you so much. Thank All right, you. listeners, don't, don't forget, forget that episodes of the Moments of Joy podcast are released every single Wednesday. And always remember, you have the option to choose joy. Bye-bye.